Hey there, it's Casey Dimmon here with TaxCellAcademy.com and welcome to our Friday episode of the Tax Cell Podcast. Today I have a topic that I think will really help you out quite a bit, especially if you're a brand new tax cell investor. So I generally see three different types of new investors. There's one group of folks that oversimplify this business, another group that overcomplicate this business. And then there's the minority, which are the ones who actually seem to have a realistic grasp on the tax sale business. Let me explain. There's a decent percentage of new investors who oversimplify tax sale investing. Now, some do it to a much deeper degree than others, but they'll see my video titles, or they will hear about this business somewhere, or they'll stumble across the tax sale list, and then boom, that's it. They know this business. They understand properties are sold because of delinquent taxes and they buy them and they make money. That's it. They have tunnel vision. Taxes aren't pay. I buy, I sell, and make lots of money. That is what they get stuck in their head. And sure, that's the synopsis of this business, but that is definitely not the entire story. So in the past week, I've had two people send me emails asking about how their tax lien investment should work after they had invested money. Unfortunately, one woman did not even purchase a tax lien at all. She simply read a headline somewhere and then started looking for properties that had delinquent taxes. Then her method was to go to the tax collector's website and find out who had not paid their taxes yet. She found one property that she was really interested in and the tax bill had not been paid. And it was only due about 30 or so days ago. She clicked the add to cart button, entered in her credit card information, and now she thought that she was the owner of a tax lien on that property. All she did is pay somebody else's tax bill. She was expecting, however, to become the owner of a lien on that property, even though the liens had not been sold for that particular county yet. And she was expecting to make her money back plus interest. She's going to get neither, although she probably deserves a thank you from the property owner. The other person simply grossly overpaid for the lien in a premium bid state and is all but guaranteed to lose at least a few hundred bucks. But they read one or two headlines, they oversimplified the business, and they thought they knew this business. And that is just from this week. I get stories all the time from those that dive headfirst into this business without thinking it through. Just take a little bit of time to figure out what you are doing. I get emails constantly from folks who have made horrible, horrible mistakes by going into this business and oversimplifying everything and just start expending money when they don't even know what they are investing in. Now, on the opposite end of the spectrum are the folks who overcomplicate things. Most of these folks seem to find one or two things that pop up while they're learning about the tax sell business. And for whatever reason, those one or two things, they tend to overanalyze to the extreme. And these vary for every single person, but they'll take something that, let's say, accounts for maybe 1% of what you will do 
in the overall tax sale business. And they will spend weeks and weeks and weeks trying to figure it out when it might not even be all that important in the long run. Some will even stop dead in their tracks. They'll stop learning everything else just to focus on this one little tiny piece of the puzzle that they want to know everything possible about. Now, let me give you a couple of recent examples. One person got so caught up on capitalization rates that they just stopped what they were doing to spend days and days trying to figure out everything behind valuing properties utilizing cap rates. If you are not familiar with them, cap rates are used for income producing properties. That's one of the factors that will help you determine the value. While it might be helpful to know what they are and how they're used in kind of just a general sense, they really are not all that important to us as tax investors since number one, there aren't too many income producing properties available at a tax sale. And number two, we don't even have the information that we need from the financials to utilize cap rates. So it doesn't make sense to take days out of your learning for something that you'll likely never even use. Another person wanted to create in advance of purchasing anything 20 2020 LLCs in multiple states to buy properties with. 20. Because he wanted to purchase 20 properties and he felt that each one needed a separate LLC and he didn't want to waste any time setting them up upon purchase. Even though he had never purchased real estate before and didn't have all that much capital to really start with. This person spent a substantial amount of time researching how to file all the LLC docs in various states. He researched all the different state statutes, all the different state laws surrounding LLCs. They spent a substantial amount of time researching all of this stuff, which is just a very, very small factor of what you do as a tax sale investor. Long story short, this many LLCs is definitely not necessary for 99.9% of most people. Anyhow, some people find it extremely easy to get stuck on that one little topic, and then they make it so complex that it prohibits them from moving forward at all in their business. Then, of course, you have that third group. They are in the minority, and they're the ones who accurately are able to depict this business. They know that it's much more than simply buying and selling tax defaulted real estate and making lots and lots of money. But they also know that it is not rocket science. And this is obviously the group that I want you to be in. Now, here's my suggestion on how to do that. First, we need to ensure that you don't oversimplify things. On the outside looking in, you are in fact buying tax defaulted real estate to resell at a profit. That's pretty simple. But understand that there are many, many more layers to it than that. This is a business that you should learn through educating yourself and not through making mistakes. You do not want to learn this business by trial and error. Mistakes in real estate will cost you substantially, not just the acquisition cost. Even if it's a cheap property for say 500 bucks, it's not just that $500 that you'll waste. If you really do it incorrectly and all of the worst cards line up for you, you could quite literally put yourself 
into bankruptcy. An example could be buying a contaminated property that you are now being forced to clean up. Or you could buy a piece of property that, say, had a house demolished right before you purchased it. You didn't research it, and now the county comes after you to pay that bill. And when you don't pay the county, they'll refer it to a debt collector who will sue you and go after all of your assets. There are so many different things that can happen in this business. This is not something you want to play around with. So take the learning side of this business very seriously. Go through this podcast, go through my YouTube channel, join the Taxel Academy if you are so inclined, but plan on spending at least a few weeks learning everything that you can about this business. This includes the process, the laws, local rules, how to research, how to value, marketing, selling, everything in this business must be learned. Go through it and truly take the time to do it. Don't rush yourself at all. You cannot learn this business in a day or two. Now, as you're learning, you should also be practicing. If you learn how to research an auction list, for example, start researching an auction list. If you're learning how to value real estate, start valuing some real estate. If you're learning about auctions themselves, go to an auction. Start practicing. Know this business inside and out. And the only way you can do that is by learning it and then applying that knowledge. Now, with that said, we have to balance it out with the folks that tend to overcomplicate things. What I really want you to do is focus on learning the laws, learning the process, learning the research side, and learning the selling side. Those four key parts are the things that you really should focus on. Now, obviously, there's a lot to it, right? The research side is going to include not just looking at a property assessor's report, but it's gonna include lots and lots of other things. But those are the four key parts that you really need to know in order to move forward properly. If you have an issue understanding any of those four things, then you will have issues moving forward. And it is time to sit back and figure out different ways to learn about the laws, to learn about the process or the research side or the selling side. Now, when you don't feel confident, just keep working, keep learning, keep pushing forward when it comes to those core things. As you go through this business, you will undoubtedly come across issues that you need to learn more about, and that's okay. I learn more about a variety of things on a near daily basis, and I've been in this business for almost two decades now but really focus on those core principles. Now, if you have something that you don't understand, you need to ask yourself, just how important will this be based on all of the other learning I have done up to this point? Cap rates, for example, we talked about them earlier. Maybe those aren't all that important to you in the grand scheme of things. They should not stop you from learning about this business. How about the LLC thing that we talked about, setting up LLCs? Yeah, sure, that's somewhat important, but what can we do? Instead of spending weeks and weeks researching it ourselves, we can call an attorney or maybe a CPA and get the answer very, very quickly. And then we can move on to the next one. So perhaps you take that route instead of trying to do everything yourself. Find ways to understand the core principles thoroughly while practicing, while refining your knowledge, and then learning more on an as-needed basis, even if that includes hiring outside assistance.
Listen, this is an incredible business, and I want you to get to the point where you fall into that category that makes you take this business very seriously, but it does not overcomplicate every single little thing where you never get started. I want you to start, I want you to progress, and I want you to be successful. Work on learning that this business is a little bit more than just buying and selling tax falter real estate, but it's also not rocket science. Learn everything that you can, focus on the core principles, and move forward as a tax sale investor. Listen, I truly hope that you've enjoyed this Friday episode and that it has helped out. If this episode or any of our other episodes have helped you at all, please do us a huge favor and leave some positive feedback on whatever podcasting platform you're listening to us on right now. And if we can ever help, there are a whole bunch of links in today's show notes, including one to our primary site at taxallacademy.com. Take care and make it a successful day. See ya.